Hi, I'm Ben, and this is my podcast where I share interviews, tips, and ideas to help you build a better marketing strategy. Over the next two episodes, I'm going to focus on growing a community of like-minded people, why you might do that, how to start, and how to keep it going. In this episode, I'm going to share a clip from my interview with Tom Ross last year. He talks about how he's built up his community of customers the hard way, one at a time. There's a lot of great advice here, but no shortcuts. You simply have to put in the work. As a business model, we are a marketplace Mm. for designers. So we sell the resources that they use day in, day out. Stuff like fonts, social media templates, graphics, illustrations, Photoshop brushes, all the stuff that saved them time. And it's the tools they like to have in their arsenal to produce better work. So that's fundamentally what we do. And then we've kind of got some USPs around that, where it's like, we've got the best licensing built in for no extra money. You can get stuff cheaper than anywhere else. We've got the best customer service, all these things that we're kind of known for. But what we're really known for is our community and our brand and our reputation. And that's what I'm most proud of. For me, it's kind of incidental what we sell. What we're predicated on is the fact that we care so deeply about our community. I mean, we just have incredibly personal relationships with so many of them. We're the company that will stalk you on social media if you're a loyal customer and go and buy you some cool thing that's super personal to you on eBay with a handwritten note saying thanks. And we scale that by me putting money and people behind our team to allow us to keep doing that as we as we build up. Yeah, so, community yeah. building is incredibly important. It's, it's everything to me. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, okay, there's two things we want to bring up: how you get from zero to, to sort of growing that business and scaling it up, and then building the community. Maybe just talk us through a few of the a few of the areas on here. Then we'll move on to the community section. Yeah, sure. So um, I just alluded to some of our USPs, which you can see right there at the top, yeah. and they're quite compelling for people because. It becomes a bit of a no-brainer. It's like, why would I shop somewhere else where it costs 10 times the price and I get rubbish service and that kind of thing? We're also very curated. So you can see the products there. What we do, like other people tend to be a bit of a free-for-all. So they open the floodgates and they might sell 5 million products. What we do is we cherry pick the best 1% for product creators and products and we only work with them. So it's a real, like, we're very fussy with it. It's like a real red road policy. But that means that the product creators can make more money because there's less competition. And it means the customers enjoy it more because they don't have to sift through loads of crap to actually find the good stuff. I think it's really important you cherry pick the people involved in design cuts. There are services that people may be familiar with called Fiverr and uh, People Per Hour, where you are not paying for assets as much, you're paying for access to uh, developers or creatives to do particular work for you. But it's really a free-for-all in terms of uh, trying to figure out Uh, why you should work with a particular person. Uh, There's lots of people doing the same thing in various different countries at different prices. I mean, there's quite a price range. It is an absolute nightmare. And so it's a breath of fresh air when you can go to a site and it's it's curated. You know, someone has thought about the problems and challenges you're facing and and pick the right assets for that particular those particular jobs. Yeah, I think it's huge and it's indicative of the perpetual desire to scale. So what we've seen with a lot of businesses, including our competitors, they want to scale as quickly as possible. And when they're at that kind of maximum capacity, quite often they backpedal and they're like, oh, now we want to try and be more curated. But it's very hard to do that when you've already kind of bloated yourself out. To be honest, Ben, how I tend to work is I've got a few core pillars that I believe in with entrepreneurship. So I'll get, get the main pillar, the main idea, and then I have creative application. 
So mm-hmm. how am I going to find creative ways to apply that to my business? And then I've got the execution, which is just the hard work, you know, putting in the hours and so on. So one pillar for me is quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. And that applies to everything we do. So not just how many suppliers we work with and how many products we sell, doing better products, but less of them, but even like business partners that we work with and affiliates we work with and that kind of thing, rather than a wide net of working with 10,000 people, I'd rather work with 50 or a hundred, but work really, really closely and deeply with them. And so that can map out over and over and over again, and you can apply that in different ways to your business. And then the work of that looks like. I don't know if someone's getting uh, annoyed that you're saying no to their products and being the bad guy, it's sticking to your guns and standing by your values because you've got that kind of core pillar of quality over quantity, which maps and dictates to all your actions. Yeah, and it it makes it much easier to go back to them because you can explain this is the reason why. I think it's also um, like the the role of a good editor um, in, in anything, whether it's video or copy that uh, a good editor will make it will be saving the time of the reader or the watcher and they'll be making it a lot easier i know i know with our podcasts there's lots of uh, ums and uhs pauses um and other breaks in them but we try and trim those out so we try and make it when the when the viewer is watching then they're not wasting their time they're getting to the content fairly quickly and i think that's exactly the same as what you're doing here you're you're editing to make sure that your customers aren't wasting their time sifting mm-hmm. through material that's not good enough. So I, I want to come back to uh, the community aspect because I, I find it fascinating. I think community building is so important, whether it's your community of the designers and contributors to your um, to your website or, or your customers. How do you balance that? How do you go about um, working with those two uh, sides of the business? Pretty differently. So the customer base is obviously a lot bigger than our partner and supplier base. We've got around half a million customers, we work with slightly less than 500 product creators. Right. And so, yeah, very, very different numbers. So the uh, the suppliers, the product creators, we've got a relationship manager. Her full-time job is looking after them and making them happy and giving a smooth experience. The customers is probably the trickier one of the two because when I started it, I'm such a believer in like just these deep, personal, amazing relationships that when I started the business and it was just me, we had a Facebook group with 40 people on, you know, yeah. that was the early stage of it. And so with our first one to 200 customers, my community building strategy was becoming best friends with those one to 200 people. That was it. I put in the time and the work. I worked 18 hours a day, seven days a week. It was ridiculous and put me in hospital, which is a whole other story. Um, but I, I really, really cared about them so much. And I knew everything about them and they did with me, you know, I knew about their families and their hobbies and we were literally friends and they just happened to love the product offering, which I was putting out as well. So they were happy to buy from me. They really enjoyed the experience and they felt so much more brand loyalty towards our site and myself compared to our competitors who were faceless, impersonal, all those kinds of things. So for me, community building happens one person at a time. And I talk about this a lot when people are doing marketing and social media content and that kind of thing. They're often shouting into the void. Yeah, I like to call it. They're bellowing out, going, care about me, care about me. Why does no one care about me? And it's really, you know, it gets people down. It's very depressing. And I always say, stop trying to think so scalable. Stop trying to shout aimlessly at millions of people and go and find one person and bring them value and help them and build a relationship and chat with them and get to know them and then do it with another person and another person. And it's not that hard, you know, if if you're putting out good stuff to get 10 people to care about you enough 
to, I don't know, engage with all your content and comment mm. on it and build a relationship. But when you look around, there's accounts out there with 100,000 followers. They're not getting 10 comments a post. You know what I mean? No one cares enough. Like there's no sense of community. And it's because they're all going scalable and no one's going one person at a time. So I'm a huge believer in that. But equally, that is very hard to scale. It can be done. We have done it to some extent uh, and I think very well. But it's no longer me being best friends with a hundred no, people. Yeah, you, you just can't you just can't do that, can you? I mean, I was gonna ask, you said you put a lot of hours in. Is that something where you feel if you want to have a successful community, you need to put a lot of hours in? Or is that just the way that you were approaching it? And there are other ways for different for different people. I think everyone has their own way of doing things and and you know, there are a lot of different paths to success. But for me it's input and output, right? You get out what you put in in anything in life. Yeah. And I don't think you can half-ass community, you know, set out of everything in business. I think that's one of the key things you can't be lazy about. If you want to spend 10 minutes a day caring about the people that are buying from you, then great. Good luck building a, a community. And I know people always talk about like, you know, work smart and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Big believer in that and being efficient, but equally being hands-on, like in the trenches, knowing your people and caring about them and being responsive and building relationships. There are no shortcuts to that. You just have to care yeah. enough to put in the work, I think. Hey, if you found this podcast interesting, you might like my marketing club. You can join for free to receive regular tips and advice so you can become more effective in marketing your business. Pro members get access to my live webinars every single month along with previous webinar videos. There's even a podcast you can listen to while you walk the dog. If you want to find out more, visit ratherinventive.com slash club. That's ratherinventive.com slash club. Thanks for listening. Bye. Dick it, boom, dick it, boom, dick it, boom, dick it, boom, dick it, boom.